God bless fantasy football. There are many things a man can do with his time. And this, well, this is better than those things. Hey, yo, welcome back to good old fantasy football. Um, Welcome to week one of the NFL. First game, Chiefs-Lions, Thursday night. We made it. I am pumped, dude. I cannot wait for the season to start. Yeah, I feel like ever since we started this podcast, we've done nothing but lead up to the season, and now it's here. And now we're here. Now we're week one. Send us in your teams, your starts, sits, any questions you have before the season, before this first game and week one as a whole, and we will answer it all. Um, Today we're talking about our goodest guys. So our great value guys, guys we're trying to leave drafts with because of their great value. Um, Connor's not here today, so it'll be Chaz and I, but we'll talk about Connor's goodest guys as well. But before that, let's get into our partnership with Underdog. So again, we're going to mention that we're partnered with Underdog Fantasy. You only have two days left to get your team in for the Best Ball Mania 4 contest. It's $25 contest. With a fifteen uh, $25 to enter with a $15 million prize pool. So get your team in. Go take a shot at winning your part of $15 million. And there are weekly contest winners in that too as well, right? Not just all no, season? Not for not for the Best Ball Mania. Okay, but there's plenty of other contests that you can join as well that have weekly winners. Yeah, there's $3, $5, $10 leagues. Really, any contest for your budget of what you're willing to uh, risk. And Chaz is in one strictly for this first game on Thursday. Yeah, so I I got a little excited this morning, and I thought, let's look and see what else we have. And, and I'll probably be doing this right after the show. Yeah, so the one I did today was a – it's a one-versus-one. One. We each have four players from the first Thursday night game. I left the draft with Patrick Mahomes, Jameer Gibbs, Amon Ra, and Jarek McKinnon. Oh, McKinnon. Well, he took Pacheco – and I didn't really love any receiver on Kansas City, so I thought, let me get the guy that might have yeah. receiving touches. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's been said a lot. I love Jameer Gibbs. And uh, Amon Ra, I think, is going to have a huge year. Yeah, I think he will. The guy I'm competing against, he has Travis Kelsey, Jared Goff, Isaiah Pacheco, and David Montgomery. Okay. So we both went two running backs. Um, I like my running backs more, and he doesn't have a receiver, so hopefully – I'm worried about Kelsey being shut down and not the same guy, and I leave with at least the, in week one. I leave with the win in week one, but that was like I'm saying that was a three dollar entry, just me one on one with another guy. We each got four people, and another example of the weekly contest or even the premier night games, whatever. Yeah, Thursday, Sunday, Monday night games. Yeah, so right now you can enter contests for the entire 2023 season. They have contests for. Buffalo, New York Jets, Dallas, New York Giants. You could do the Sunday night and Monday night games, so pick guys from both of those. Okay. You could do the afternoon only week one, and you could do the full main slate. So tons of options. Oh, and Thursday night and Sunday night, so you could pair those two games together. So that's awesome. So yeah. sign up using good old sports. You'll get your first deposit uh, match up to $100, $10 minimum, and plenty of contests to choose from. Yeah, that's um, – I'm already all over this app. It's so much fun. I am too. And I'm only going to get more addicted to it as as we go with all of their different options. Yeah. 
All right, let's jump into our goodest guys. Again, Connor's not here, but we're going to still talk about his. So, Chaz, who does Connor have first? All right, Connor's first. Jer- uh, whew, sorry, I don't know. Rewind. Words. George Pickens. Connor's little uh, uh, little quick note here about it is he is able to catch any pass no matter how many people are covering him, and his connection with Pickett preseason looks really good. So Connor's buying into the preseason hype, and Pickens can apparently go up and get the ball over anyone, which I don't really disagree with. No, Connor really is comparing him to prime DeAndre Hopkins, where he, it doesn't matter who's covering him. He's going to come down with it. And I think Pickens is going to have a huge year. I don't know if he's prime Hopkins yet, but that's what Connor is, is predicting. That's what he's going to turn into. And I love the duo of Pickett and Pickens. Yeah, me too. I, I think it's one of those duos that we're going to be talking about for years to come if they both take this sophomore leap. But right now, both of them are great values because they haven't really proven it a lot yet together. Right. Yeah, you're getting them late in drafts. Uh, Pickens, obviously, earlier than Pickett. But, yeah, I think they're going to have a monster year. Like, I think everyone is kind of predicting that in their sophomore jump. But, um, yeah, Pickens specifically, especially with Deontay Johnson being the possession guy, I think Pickens gets a lot of chances to, to make some big plays. Yeah, I agree. All right. Do you want to go with yours or am I going? Uh, I'll go first. Um, I've been talking about him a lot. My first goodest guy is Justin Fields. He is the sixth, seventh quarterback going in drafts. Um, yeah, around the late fifth, middle of the sixth, somewhere in there. Right. So by then you already have like a, a pretty well-rounded team, depending on how you're drafting. Again, he was the seventh leading rusher last year, and now he has number one target too in DJ Moore. So I think he's going to continue, even if he regresses a little bit on the ground because he had such a great season, I think he's still going to put up 50, 60 yards and then maybe touchdown every game. Plus, if he progresses as a passer at all with DJ Moore there, Darnell Mooney's still there, Cole Komet, um, I, I like it. I think Khalil Herbert's a great receiving back. I think Fields could take a big jump. Yeah, I, he showed what he could do as a runner, and they proved he when he finished the number five quarterback last year. Something like that. I think he was yeah, close to the top like five. He did it all on the ground. It wasn't any of his passing game. So if he can improve even a little bit on his passing game, he's still a great value to have, and he'll finish top five again. Absolutely. That's what I think. All right, Chaz, who's your first guy? All right, my first guy I want to talk about is Justin Herbert. I said to myself at the beginning of the year that the more and more I looked at Herbert being in the fifth round – Every fifth round, I'm targeting him. It doesn't matter who else is still on the board. It could be my favorite. I, I don't know. The, you could have Josh Allen or Hurts fall to me, and I was leaving the fifth round every time with Justin Herbert. You're taking Herbert over Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts if they got the fifth round? I don't know. They're I, not going to get the fifth round. They're not going to get the fifth round, so I didn't have to decide that. But right. <laughs> say one of the top running backs or receivers fell, I was taking Herbert in the fifth. Like, that's the guy I was targeting every okay. fifth round. I think with if he can have a healthy season, which he had the ribs last year, played through, he's got Mike Williams, who's a beast when he's healthy. Keenan Allen's still a great reception guy when healthy. And now you bring in Quinton Johnson, who's one of the biggest receivers that came out of this year's draft. Right. He so you're just, you're just adding. And Austin Eckler out of the backfield yep. catch. So there's so many weapons. With, now if Kellen Moore is the coach, their uh, pace of play is going to get faster, and they're going to air the ball out more. I think Herbert could potentially be the MVP this year. 
I think I bet on Herbert last year to be the MVP, and he had this his down here. Um, I but do it think was, he's it was all be injury. Back. It was like right, he only right, played, right. I think I heard a stat to, uh, yesterday. The him, uh, Herbert, Mike Williams, and Keenan Allen played like twenty four percent of the year together. Right, like that. So you're not getting your production out of that's about four games. Yeah, on average, like that's awful. Yeah, so you're obviously expecting a lot more playing time from that core group. Yeah, I think he takes a jump right back into MVP status. I'm just – he doesn't run a lot. And I think in fantasy, a running quarterback is so superior. Yeah, so he, he still had a decent year last year, and he didn't have any rushing touchdowns. Right. But he can run if he needs Yes. I, I agree with you. I sh- one of the main things I had this year was I wanted a running quarterback. Guy like Justin Fields, uh, Jalen Hurts, even though I don't want to pay the Jalen Hurts price. But I can go get my backup quarterback, Anthony Richardson, in the 10th round, and then I have the running option if Herbert does not pan out the way I want him to. But I think Herbert is back on track to have his MVP season. Yeah, I think he will be too. Uh, Who's Connor's second guy? Connor's second guy is Alexander Madison. And his little note here is he's done really well with limited opportunities to be full-time running back is now, is now that with no one else going to be going to get many touches to take from him. Oh my God. That's Connor. <laughs> that is Connor's um, public school education. Well, let's just say this. He wouldn't have said that better himself. He <laughs> no. would have said it exactly how he wrote that. Yeah. Um, um, but to reiterate what he's saying, Madison when Cook has played, Madison has not done well in the limited carries he's had. But when Cook has missed games, Madison has stepped in and done just as well as Cook has. And it's Madison's team now. It's his running game. Um, if he if he gets 15-plus carries a game, I think he'll be right around 100 yards and a touchdown every game. And he, and he has caught passes out of the backfield. So he can, yeah. he can be a pass catcher as well. Yeah, I, I think it's a small step down from Cook, if anything at all, once he gets those touches. Yeah, and it's a great offense. Um, and he's being picked in the fifth, fifth fifth round or later? Yeah, so he's a great value. Definitely the running back position, uh, especially if you want to stack up on receivers early or you're picking him to be your running back too. I don't want him as my number one, but I guess if, if you go with your running back and you have a tight end quarterback and th- two, three receivers, he's fine as your running back. One. Yeah. If you're going with the zero running back option, not a bad player to have, but uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think he's going to have a big year. As long as he stays as the main back and he's getting a workhorse, uh, like amount of carries every game. They if did. someone else comes in and it's kind of split time, that's where he hasn't done well when he splits with cook. They did just sign somebody. They just signed somebody. I don't from Miami. Gaskin, Miles Gaskin, Miles Gaskin. See, I don't, I don't. I'm not worried about it. He might be the receiving back. I don't think he's going to take many carries away. I think yeah. it's it's Madison's backfield, and I think he will excel at it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about Miles Gaskin going there. All right, moving on to my number two. Another guy I've talked a lot about. Um, I've gotten, I think, in every draft I've had is Evan Ingram. Um, I think in our family league draft, got him in like the eighth round, and I could not be happier. I paired him with Trevor Lawrence too in that draft. Um, I think he, his consistency will go way up this year with another year with Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. And, I, yeah, I think he's going as the eighth tight end, something like that. Yeah, he's really down. He's far down the list. So I'm, I'm happy with him every draft. Yeah, and I think it's another team that you want a piece of that offense. I'm not as high on Ingram. 
because I think Calvin Ridley does take some away from him. But that is – it's an offense that's – they're going to give the ball to Trevor Lawrence to throw. And right. Doug Peterson wants to throw. And in that offense, there's always a pass-catching tight end. It's not – they're not going to keep the tight end to block that often. Right. He's going to be out there running around. So I like the pick, especially at his eighth-round value. I think it's good. Yeah, solid I'm guy. happy with him every time. All right, my number two, a guy that we – I don't even know if we've mentioned him on the show yet. Um, wow. If we have, it's been very little. Is Jordan Addison. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, we have not gone over these before the show, so I was expecting you to actually say somebody that we haven't talked about. I, I don't think I've <laughs> talked about him a lot. Um, Mr. 1A. Now, I, he's 1B to Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I think Jordan Addison is the best wide receiver in this draft class. I think he's going to step right into that feeling role and not feeling of last year. I think he's stepping into uh, Justin Jefferson rookie year where feeling you were pretty much starting both. You could have both of them on your team and you wanted to start both of them. Uh I think he might start out a little slow just to kind of see where the Vikings are going to use him. Is it going to be he's on the field every play, or are they going to work him in? We have to see. Even if there's a few slow weeks overall come playoff time, but even way before playoff time. yeah, He's, I think, I think he's, he's in the mix, and he's going to be. The Vikings have always supported two receivers. Even yeah, last year at the end of the year, K.J. Osborne stepped up when Thielen started you know, really not doing well. Yeah, and they have a bad defense. Like This offense is going to need to throw the ball, and an improved division. I mean, yeah, Detroit – is now the favorite to win the division. I don't know if Detroit's ever been a favorite to win the division. You have Green Bay, who I think are going to take a step back with Jordan Love, but maybe have one of the best defenses think, in that division. And I think they'll still be competitive with Jordan Love. Yeah, especially in the division. And Chicago, I, I don't think Chicago's going to be a playoff team, and I don't think they're going to be very good, but I think it's a team that can play spoiler. Like if you have a big Justin Fields running day, it could be a spoiler for your season type uh, team. So I think they're going to need to throw the ball a lot in Minnesota, and I want any receiving option I can get on that team. Yeah, again, I said they, they've always supported two. They went 11-0 and in one-score games last year. Which so, can't happen again. Which, regardless of winning or losing those games, they had a ton of games that were close. Yeah, you're so they had to, have to throw, throw in those games. Yeah. And you're getting Jordan Addison in the seventh to ninth round. Versus somewhere Jefferson there. at the first overall pick. Yeah. Yeah, the value is definitely there. And even TJ Hawkinson has really jumped up for ADP wise. I mean, he's like pretty much the third uh, third tight end taken off the board in a lot of drafts. Yeah, I mean, last year when he got traded there, he did really well. It just goes to show that Kirk Cousins isn't a superstar, but he is very good enough. That very capable. Makes sense. Very capable is what I was trying to get at supporting any pass catcher in that offense. Yeah, yeah. Just don't play Kirk Cousins in a primetime game. Yeah, he's got a lot of one o'clock games this year. Yeah, Should go for that. All right. Um, Connor's number three. Connor's number three is Philly owned Devonta Smith. His little notes on him are was very good last year and going into his third season, can still make another jump in production. Great route runner who doesn't drop the ball. Um, I agree with all of that. Yeah, I, I think he does take another step up. I mean, it's hard for him to take a step up when he just broke Eagles reception record. Yeah, but I th- I think he will. Yeah, and I think he adds to his touchdowns. Uh, I don't know what his touchdown number was, but it wasn't crazy high. 
Mm-hmm. And it's kind of because he is such a great route runner, he's always open. It's kind of like Hurts is like safety blanket. Like yeah. AJ Brown's the big play guy. Devonta Smith runs such great routes, he's always open. And Smith can be the big play guy too. We talked to before about when the ball is thrown and you can't see the receiver on the screen, you don't know if it's Brown or Smith. We've also talked before about if any wide receiver two can overtake the wide receiver one on their team, it's Smith over AJ Brown. I agree with that. Yeah. We, we really have two number one receivers on this on this team. AJ Brown even said there's two number one receivers. On right. Um, yeah, Devontae Smith again. Skinny Batman. Skinny Batman. I think he's poised for another huge season as long as Hertz doesn't take a step back, which I don't think he will. Even if he does, he's always open. He's going to find a way to give him the ball. Yeah. And you're drafting Devonta Smith in the fourth round? I think so. I think someone in our family got him in, in the second or third. Which well, was we're also little, Philly Right. That fans. was a little early. But, yeah, Brown's going in the early second where Smith's going in, like, the fourth. Yeah. Um, so great value. And yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Go All birds. Right. My go birds, baby. My third one, um, I really don't think we've actually talked about this guy much. I'm going with James Conner. James Conner on the Cardinals. I know the Cardinals are a terrible team, and they cut Colt McCoy. No one knows really who their quarterback's going to be. I don't think it matters. I think they're going to run him the ball 20-plus times a game, regardless of the score of the game. He's also a huge receiving threat. Um, he gets double-digit touchdowns every year, regardless of how bad they are. I think he's just a safe guy. I think in family league draft, I got him my fourth running back. So he was my fourth running back. So there's no there's no need to. There's have, no risk. There's no risk having to start him every week. Um, but even with how bad that team is, I think he's the one guy. I think Marquise Brown also, just the targets we'll see alone will be good. But I think Connor's the one guy who's still going to be fantasy relevant in that bad team. Yeah, I don't want many players from this offense, but I would take James Connor. I, I agree he's always has double touchdown seasons, double-digit touchdown seasons, and, yeah, they're, they're going to be really bad. And I think they're going to be tanking for Caleb Williams. And what – If they are tanking – the ball. I was going to say, if, if they are tanking, that doesn't affect what they're going to do with James Conner. If anything, they'll give him the ball more. Yeah, because you're just going to run him into the ground and it might right. be his last year in Arizona right. doing it, There's and they don't care. say he's expendable. Let's keep everyone else healthy. Yeah, yeah just run him into the ground and uh, go from there. I, Yeah, there's – he's, I think, the only person – I don't even want Marquise Brown at this point. I think he is – unless he becomes like an eighth-round guy, he's still there. Right, because he's going to get peppered with targets regardless of who the quarterback is. Yeah, I just – But, don't, yeah, Connor, I think – no matter – they could be down 21 nothing in the fourth quarter. I think they're going to hand the ball off. Or they're going to throw short. Like, he's going to be a safety blanket. Um, I think he's still going to get his. Yeah, so I, li- I like that pick a lot. Um, definitely great value. All right, so my last guy, somebody we have definitely talked about, somebody that I've been very high on from the start, is Jameer Gibbs. I don't think – Bijan is getting all this talk of being – the next God coming out, and he was drafted number eight overall. Jameer Gibbs, they drafted 12th overall. So we're only talking about four spots later. Right. And we talked about so much with rookie first-round running backs getting doing so well in fantasy. But we're talking about that for Bijan. Nobody's talking about that for right. Jameer if Bijan Gibbs. wasn't picked there, like if he wasn't picked at all, number 12 overall running back is still a huge pick. Yeah, and, and it's right. just because Bijan – was by far the best running back in this draft. You're not talking about the guy number two. Right. Um, but 
I get that they signed Dave Montgomery, and I think there might be a slow start for Jameer Gibbs of working him in the offense. I think it's going to start out closer to 50-50. But, but Gibbs. I think by the time you're getting to your playoffs, Jameer Gibbs is the guy. You right. don't draft him number 12 overall to not be the guy. And Connor's talked about, oh, they, they want to keep him they, healthy. They, they want to keep him healthy Montgomery. and split back. You don't draft the guy number 12 overall to not run it. Like and, you're not thinking about longevity. You're thinking about like that's a team that's going to the playoffs. Or he's looking to go to the playoffs, looking to win. Yeah, they're going to put the best players they have on the field. If that's Jameer Gibbs, he's going to be on the field. Yeah, um, he could do it all. He can catch. He can run. Yeah, he's definitely not the same value that a lot of these other guys are. You're going to have to get him in the third, and it's early to middle third now. But Bijan is first round value. Correct. Gives his third round value. So it's yeah. two rounds later, and you're still getting the rookie running back that could be the, the top guy. Yeah, and Brandon and I already have a bet that uh, Jameer Gibbs is going to, or no, Bijan is not going to finish top seven. I say he will. Yeah. So do you want to have a bet on Gibbs? No. <laughs> I I do. I, I just don't know where I would feel comfortable putting him. Yeah, we'd have to talk about that. Um, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, third pick, third round, great value. I did not get him in our family league because he did the first at the end of the third. Yeah. Yeah. So he did make the last pick of the third. I wanted to get him in the fourth. Yeah. Uh, I wanted him in the third. I, my draft got messed up when CD lamb dropped all the way out to the third round. Right. Yeah. Kind of throw a wrench into my plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there was a chance Gibbs gets to you in the fourth. That would have been perfect for you. Yeah. It just didn't happen. But, I, I, I had to go with the value of C.D. Lamb the third when yeah. he's a first, maybe high second-round pick. So, yeah. Yeah, that's our goodest guys. I'll wrap mine up. I went Justin Herbert, Jordan Addison, and Jameer Gibbs. Um, I don't. I still don't think we talked that much about Addison or enough about him. But, uh, yeah, those are my three guys that I'm trying to walk away from every draft with. And I know most of your drafts are over, but some people like to draft day of. Yeah, last last up. second. Uh, make sure all the injuries are out of the way. Yeah. Um, I went Justin Fields, Evan Ingram, James Conner. I think I got Evan Ingram in all of my drafts. I got Conner in one, and I got Fields in one, I think, out of two. Okay. But I got Lawrence in the other one to match with Ingram. Yep. Um, and who are Conner's guys? Conner had George Pickens, Alexander Madison, and Devonta, and Devonta Smith. Smith. Is there let, – let's talk about getting close to the season. Is there any guys that you – are like completely staying away from injury wise, like risk where they fit in the offense. Like to me, while I'm thinking like we didn't do news in the beginning of the show, Cooper cup is now re aggravated that hamstring for a second time uh-huh. and is going to see a specialist. They're already saying he's probably out week one. He pulled the hamstring or so he strained it or pulled his hamstring twice in one camp. So yes. he's going to see if there's any knee damage that's causing it. Right, I think is the reason that he's going to a specialist. Um, yeah, I if I, if I were drafting now, my drafts are done. But if I was drafting now, I wouldn't touch Cooper Cup in the first two rounds. If somehow he fell to me in the third, I would still take his upside when he comes back. Correct, because he's going to miss at least week one. Yeah, I think there's just too much risk to take him in those first two. Yeah, um, I wouldn't touch him in the first two. Another guy is Jonathan Taylor. Um, he's still on on holdout. So right now he didn't get traded, so he's on the PUP, so he's going to miss four games. That's minimum. There's no, there's no telling if he's going to come back and play week five. Yeah, like you know, because we're we're thinking his ankle injury is so he's getting paid while sitting out. Yeah, I believe the whole thing is 
contract disputes. Right. And I don't think it has anything to do with this angle. Yeah, for one of me, and it looks like the owner, Jim Mercer, is not backing down. Like it doesn't even seem like this is like a GM player like uh-huh. argument. This is owner player. Right. Jim Mercer is probably one of the most pr- unpredictable owners and he'll he doesn't mind paying that guy and for him to never play another down. But so I'm just saying come week five, he's off the PUP list. What's going to change that he's going to play that? Trade. If if someone goes down in the first four weeks and they need a running back, they might trade for him. But I don't think he's going to play for the Colts at all. I don't think he does. I think his days with the Colts are done. So uh, uh, until the trade happens, he's not a guy I'm looking for at all. No. I, yeah, I, I don't want to touch him at all. Like and I, we accidentally got him in our, well, in my uh, underdog team. So hopefully he does come back. And yeah, well, yeah let's hope he ends up. Because that was like the fifth round. So if he does come back, the value was there. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a hard guy. Unless you're somebody that believes that he does come back week four and he plays. I just don't see it. I just don't see it for the Colts. I don't see what is going to be different then because, I again, I don't think his ankle injury is really the issue. Yeah, and I think – what is it like if he is out for four weeks with the pup and then what happens? Like, can you keep him on a pup list for the whole season? Like, can you shut him down? I don't know how that works. Is it another four weeks? If you keep him on, is it another four weeks? Is it? And then there's something one with week IR after week six is they're shut down for the season, I believe. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We'll have to look more into that. Yeah. So, just another guy I'm staying away from. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really the only two I can. Really think of those are the two big names that I'm staying away from. Yeah, those are the two early round guys that yeah we definitely want. Um, so when you do your underdog fantasy drafts or contests of any sort, just keep that in mind. It's thirty seconds and it's thirty seconds of pick. So when you're in between players, make sure you get it in, but for thirty seconds, or you might get stuck with one of them, like we did. Yeah. Uh, but go check out underdog again. Good old sports is the promo code to get a. Deposit match up to $100. 100% deposit match up to $100, minimum of 10 Yes. Again, you could do season-long contests. You could do weekly contests. You could do single-game contests. So go check that out. Yeah, and Use our if, code. Even if you don't want to spend a lot of money, you deposit 10 they'll give you another $10. So you have $20 in your account. And there's tons of contests that are $3. Like I did one today. It was a $3 contest. Right. Plenty of options. Yeah. So go check that out. Use our code GOODALLSPORTS. Um, next episode, we'll be getting into week one. Yeah, so Star this is our six. last episode talking about drafts. Yes, this is our last like preseason. Now we're into the season. Yeah, I'm really we'll be excited. talking start sits leading up, like the matchups leading up to week one. Well, the next episode we do, we'll be talking about our futures bets. Uh, okay. It's gonna, so it's going to be a lot of fantasy relevant, even if you're not a gambler. It's right. still going to be guys that we are going to predict to have career numbers or – outdo their totals their current totals yeah so we're, um, and we're, we're predicting gonna, them to outdo them yes and we're going to keep track of all of these throughout the season and can keep you guys updated i know a big one for us is justin fields over 800 rushing yards yeah that's a team one that i i'm very happy about yes um so go get in on that before that number jumps up it did not jump up yet it was still at 800 this morning when i looked so okay yeah so go check that out and We'll tell you again next episode all the other bets we like, and we will see you guys then. Yep. Cheers. Cheers.